0: Welcome to VGK Today, presented by MGM Rewards, a daily podcast bringing you an inside look at the Vegas Golden Knights 2023 Stanley Cup playoff run. I'm Justin Russo with the Golden Knights on Saturday, June 10th, and tonight the VGK are back on the ice at FLA Live Arena for Game 4 of the Stanley Cup Final against the Florida Panthers. Will Vegas be able to take a 3-1 to series lead back to the Fortress for Game 5? Or will the Panthers successfully defend home ice and tie things up at two games apiece? This is a huge swing game here for both sides that can drastically change the course of this series. A big one tonight from Florida. And to help us prepare for tonight's game, we brought in the big guns. We bring in all four of the guys from the SLGND podcast. So without further ado, here's Dave Gosher, Shane Knighty, Dan Duva, and Gary Lawless.
1: Here we are, getting set for game four. Let's paint this picture. So we're in, Shane, we did one of these from your suite. This suite's an exaggeration, but you have a couch, so I guess maybe it's a suite. Me, you, Gary, Dan, sitting around uh, this glass table, just shooting the breeze. About as casual as you can get here. Well, that's a great idea. I like it. It's a good yeah, format. It's great. All right. I'm looking out at the ocean, I can see palm trees. Uh there's a uh,
2: man in a Speedo begin into the pool. Thank God it's not me. I'm much better in my view.
1: I'm staring across at Gary. I'm looking at Dan.
3: <laughs> Lucky guy. You guys got caught out in the rain yet? I did yesterday coming back from lunch.
1: I was out at an outdoor place, but it was covered. Does that make sense? Like they had an awning? Yeah. Otherwise, I would have
3: been yeah. literally up the creek. That's where I waited for a while. I was looking at the radar, trying to avoid getting totally drenched. And then I saw a little gap, and I figured I'd make a run for it. So I only got partially wet, not fully soaked.
1: So we've been here, what, three days? Every day it's rained. It's, it's thundering mm-hmm. right now. Rain now, as it, we rained, sit. it rained about three Yeah, I've yeah. had enough of this crap. <laughs> so, um, all right, boys, what do we think? Shane, no particular order. We'll start with you. The uh, Golden Knights in a real good spot, still up two games to one, but one that, um, boy, they were just over two minutes away from going up three zip uh, in game three.
2: Yeah, And I said right away, it, it, it's not easy, and it shouldn't be easy. This is the ultimate prize. It's the hardest trophy to win in hockey. And uh, credit to the Panthers. They stuck around. It's kind of what we saw, you know, in that Dallas series, getting that next goal for the Golden Knights. Uh, fell down one nothing. I thought they were first period was not good on both sides. They didn't give up much, but I think the Golden Knights had their legs till about the last five minutes. Um, Second period, I thought, uh, you know, was maybe their strongest along with, they defended well in the third, but uh, they could have extended the lead in the second. They didn't, which... Florida kept it close. Bobrovsky was his best game by far in this series. And uh, you go to overtime, anything can happen. They couldn't capitalize early power play. But it's one of those games you turn the page quickly, right? There, there's still some positives to take away. There's, as Bruce Cassidy said, we'll make corrections where need to be done and uh, get set for game four. You can't dwell on it. you got to move on. And uh, I still think they're the much better team. But... The other team's got fight in them, and they're going to do everything they can, and as they have throughout the whole playoffs. But uh, I think this is, a, as we said, uh, game three was the biggest. Well, now game four is the biggest
3: game. How to look from the radio booth, guys? Yeah. You know, I said it to Gary, and Gary did ask Mark Stone in the first intermission, you know, how are the ice conditions? You know, it didn't look great. Mark recognized it but did not use it as an excuse. And then you adjust as the game goes along. And I just wonder, you know, all those little things that come together, just a bounce here, you have to maybe think twice. And like I said, both teams learn how to play through that, and then you have another game coming up in a couple of days. But it just didn't seem quite as sharp, and I wonder, you know, how many different factors play into that. But I thought about the choice that Paul Maurice made in the middle of Game Two to change goalies, mm-hmm. and that Sergei Bobrovsky, who of course has been used so much, like you said, Shane, mm-hmm. he looked much better. And you know, two days in between games, games. Two and three, plus the fact that he only played half a game in Game Two—that those things might have contributed. He was the best player, I thought, in the game. Giving up goals late, Gary. Right. Third time this has happened
1: in the playoffs, and Bruce Cassidy addressed it last night and again on the off day here too.
4: Yeah, they've allowed three six-on-five goals so far in in the postseason. The first two, they they were able to win those games. Uh, This one it 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 caught them, so clearly it's a problem. It's something you would like to address. You you can't. You're gonna. These games are gonna be close. They're gonna go down to the wire, and uh, the goalie's gonna get yanked one way or another. You don't want every time it happens. You don't want. You don't want it to be an automatic. You just. They're gonna score. So I think they had a chance to clear it against uh, They had a, uh, the puck was on the wall early in that sequence and Heg uh, was over there and if they could have got it uh, up and out that would have been, you know, maybe we're talking about something completely different because it's right around two minutes at that point in time. Florida finally got to the series. That's, to me, uh, uh, if yeah. I'm the Panthers I'm looking in the mirror and I'm going, great, we played hockey and we won a game. Why did we waste two games? Why did we yeah. waste two games with this Schoolyard crap, and 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 you're still you're still down two one. I think when this is all over and said and done, if Vegas wins this series, you'll be able to look at that strategy, if if you want to call it that, for, for the first you can't give away two games in the Stanley Cup final, and that's you know I'm not saying that they would have won those two games, but like the the the, the difference here is so obvious. They did none of that after the whistle crap. And they, and they managed to win a game. Like, they put their energy into playing hockey.
3: Novel concept. And I wonder, guys, just it was officiated differently than the previous games. There were a lot more minor penalties. Yes. I just thought about, you know, the Carrier-Gudis. You know, Carrier's is getting one for boarding. Gudis retaliates. In the first two games, I don't think either of those penalties are called. So you have the no misconducts in the game after a ton of them, the first couple. Um, and the Knights scored two power play goals. The Panthers score no power play goals. Knight's penalty kill has been perfect. But, you know, just that rhythm and, and I don't know, Shane, what you thought of how it plays out, given that the officials were decidedly different in how they handled that. How did the Panthers react? How did the Golden Knights react to how it was officiated? Well, and
2: they're trying to set a standard, right? So just like teams go through video and talk about their games, the referees do the same and uh, they have supervisors, they have meetings, they w- have reports, they look from game to game, and uh, I'm guessing they have strategy, too, coming in, That uh, and, it, and it's different ones. So you're going to get a different feel depending on, on the set of referees that are calling that game, and, you know, you look at a lot of them, no, I thought they were all penalties maybe except for the one late in the third. Holy smokes. <laughs> the one that led to the power They're play in overtime. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's tough to tell in real time. We have yeah. the luxury from the angle where he called it stevenson custom the middle looks like there's a stick there, but he kind of
3: catches an edge, right? Because they got yeah. it. At first, they called Barkov, right? Yes, yeah. But Barkov made no contact. No, no. But wherever they look at, the, trying to figure out who the right guy is, they realize it's Forsling. But it was just skate on skate, and you know, very close to uh, not yeah. being a penalty.
2: So, but that said, you know what? Uh, the Golden Knights. You mentioned it. Their their penalty kills been great. Their power play is. It's been red hot for them. Like, this is a power play that's struggled all the year right now, and I think it's important to feel confidence when they go over the boards now. They feel like they can score rather than just going over and hoping they can score. So I think that's beneficial for them. But uh, the referees, can't. that can't be the difference. you got to let them call the game as is. Uh, um, Golden Knights got to play their game. If they play their game, I strongly
1: believe the end of this thing. They'll be where they deserve to be. Almost half the goals they scored
3: in the series, right, have come on yeah. the power play? Six yeah. out of 14? Yeah, it's yeah. six, and the uh, the only other team to score two power play goals in each of the first three games of the Stanley Cup Final, the 1980 New York Islanders, and they, uh, they went on to win that one.
1: And three more after
3: that. Yeah. Nice German overtime.
1: From Tennelli, Right? Yeah, they, they had a good run. They started four in a row for them, right? Weird to think that the Golden Knights squandered a good special teams
4: yeah. <laughs> game because they, they, they haven't had very many good special team games all season. And last night, perfect on the kill and real good on the power play. The question I asked Bruce this morning was you got to your game, and I said game five versus Winnipeg game six versus Edmonton and game six versus Dallas. He said five and six versus Edmonton in his opinion and game six versus Dallas was the best of them. Oh, that's, that was yeah. the benchmark. Yeah. yeah, and I said, you know, are you building towards that? And, you know, he said, we hope so. And, uh, <laughs> Find but, out, but but he thought they were they were pretty good. Slow start last night, but then they, a really good second period, and then just couldn't extend the lead in the third. And so he thought that it was a good that was a good game. But you know, it's it, he's it's it's been fun to watch his strategy unfold in the playoffs here. He said today we are looking at no yeah no video today. We're gonna have a meeting. I, and I think he's gonna set. It's gonna set the tone. It, he said it'll be like a thirty thousand
2: foot view yeah. of. So he's gonna he's gonna remind them of where they are and what's at stake. You, you, then that's so important to reinforce the situation. That you know you can the guys know what they need to do. They're gonna go over. There's gonna be a couple things to look at that maybe they can try and expose the Panthers on. But more than anything, it's just you know a reminder because there's. Physical and mental fatigue right now. You know, Carlson and Kolesar were asked a question in the, the, the scrum. What time do you guys go to bed? I think Kolesar said four. Yeah. Carlson, 3.30. Like, late start game here. Uh, so they've got today's basically just a reset day, both mentally and physically, for these guys. That's, that's the main purpose of this day between games for players. And, uh, you know, it's important for them to get together, have a few laughs. Uh, make sure they take care of themselves, refuel, uh, and, and get set. And then tomorrow's a workday. So it's, uh, you know, quick talk to them about the importance, where we're at, and then it's, okay, let's get away from the game, have a little fun, rest, relax. And then tomorrow, they'll go and, uh, you know, morning skate, video, whatever needs to happen to make sure you're
1: 100% at whatever. Once puck drop again, 8, uh, was it, 8, 25? Oh, 20. Oh, midnight. Mid-
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> we had uh, Bruce on, Shane, but we did our stream yeah. uh, before the final at media yeah. day. And we asked him about... <clears throat> You know, you were down this road of the Bruins of 2019. And, you know, what do you take from yeah. that experience? And one of the things he said was the need for the players to completely unplug yeah. on days four so games. You know, he basically said, if you got to get treatment on injuries, come in, get treatment, and go home. Mm-hmm. And I think about a day as we sit here today between games three and four, right? Not, not just... Refresh, refuel, to use your word, and, and it's different on the road, right? At home, yeah. you're
2: getting home at a right. the, the game's there at five, so it's a different thing. You can get to bed at a decent hour, so it's a little different on the road. And I think it's it's beneficial to the Golden Knights in a sense that they've just got each other. That's all they've got to look after. Yeah. There's no family. There's no not that that I'm saying is a distraction. I'm just saying you're a little busier with people around. Whereas here, you're on the road. They're together. It, it it's. It's so important to to have that. That's their only focus is on making sure they're ready. That's that's the only thing they need to worry about right now and uh, to have a little fun with it. So I, I'm, I, I think their game's going to build in game four. I really think this group, if uh, we've talked about the veteran group they are, to recognize situations. This is
3: one they need to recognize.
4: They're almost perfect when they score three, right? Yeah, yeah. and they
3: they uh, you know just came up short the last time that they. You know, lost when scored three goals. Yeah, right. Yeah. It was way back in 2019. We remember that one. Gary, you said it in the midst of the series against Dallas, adversity is a great thing when you get through it. And, you know, it's the first time they've lost a game three. You're in the playoffs. You know, they are still ahead in the series. But then you think about having encountered that pushback, you know, it was back and forth with Edmonton the first couple of games in that series. Having a 3-0 series lead but losing two against Dallas, like you said, Shane, seems to me that this group is as prepared as you might hope for. At the same time, Florida Panthers, they were down three games to one against the Boston okay. Bruins. They faced adversity in this postseason as well, though it was the first round as compared to more recent games. Only two in a
1: row they've lost. the only time they lost two in a row in the playoffs, right? The Golden Knights. Yeah. yeah. Up three Dallas. zone on Dallas and then knock on any what you can find as I punch myself in the coconut Hopefully. harder please harder thank you <laughs> I can hear you sitting right here
4: I, you think that the when they do start to talk tomorrow about hockey that they start talking about that level of execution that they had in game six versus Dallas like like Florida has made it a series it's 2-1 mm-hmm. so Florida has you know has said to, to Vegas we can beat you so now it's, yeah. it's up to the goal well they beat them that's their best. Okay. So that might be... And they needed but, everything to go perfect. I, I think you might be right, but the Golden Knights, they need to remove they, they, any, any yeah. worry and go to that next they level. Need,
2: they need to go to that next level. I've got a column half-written.
4: Uh, when we're done here, I'm going to go finish. And it is all about... At the end of the series, they don't care how. They just care about how many, right? Okay? And But in a series, you... You have to talk, it's instructive to talk about how we're playing and where we're at. And, and Vegas is not, we talked about this last night, they haven't come close to that Game Six execution yet in this series. If they get to that level, then they're going to win the Stanley Cup. But I think they need to get to that level.
1: It's amazing the range of emotion last night, you know, in that intermission between the third period and the overtime. Shane and I are kind of like, all right, all right. I said to him, uh, Marsh is still going to score. It's just what he does. And he says, well, Michael will probably score. See, so you're thinking in your, you're like they're gonna go up three zip in the Stanley Cup final, and then Florida kills it. Next thing you know, it's, it's in like, Vegas, isn't it? What the hell's going on? Here? That's the reality. The place is going nuts, and it's just the. It's, it's, it's not easy. It's right? What makes it, it, but it's what makes it great, right? I mean, we you know, obviously you don't like that ending for Vegas, but the swings and emotion in oh, these games, it's awesome. crazy. It's like when when the team went to
4: Dallas, went to Dallas up two nothing, won Game Three, but lost Game Four. So the flight home. It was kind of, mm. and some, one of the players said to me on the tarmac, well, if we had have won, had have lost game three but won game four, we'd be <laughs> coming home with the opportunity to finish the series. We'd all be happy, right? Yeah. They get that split, and I don't want to go too far down that road, but they they their job was to come here and get a split. They didn't win the first one. If they get the split and they're going home, game five on Tuesday – the Hockey Hall of Famer is going to have to have the Stanley Cup in the
2: building. I'd like a cheery flight, so let's... <laughs> and, that's, and, and that's, you know what, it's funny, you, you look to win every game, but when you, it's a good point. You take care of business at home, they open at home too, and then your kind of mindset is, all right, we need a split on the road. All right, so they've lost one, now they've got to take care of business and get that split on the road and go
1: back in control. First thing I thought of last night when they lost was they have a chance to win the Stanley Cup potentially at home. Depending yeah. on how it goes in game four. And I, I said to Shane, can you imagine that
3: building? Oh, yeah. yeah. If they have a chance to win it. Yeah. While well, we were walking out of T Mobile Arena after game two and people were kind of like, geez, you know, this could have been the last home game at T Mobile <laughs> Arena this year. And if it is, that's great. Right. But you know, it wouldn't be the worst thing. And obviously, the team, as you said, they're trying to win every single game. But I'd imagine there are some people who expected that the series might go back to Las Vegas. And who knows? It could be back at a 2-2 tie. That's, uh, that's the excitement of it.
4: That goes back to the great quote we got from Bruce uh, Jay Woodcroft in the Edmonton series before game six, uh, before game five was saying, you know, all the pressure's on Vegas, all the pressure's on Vegas. And uh, Bruce Cassie's response was, well, we're going back to Vegas to play a hockey game no matter what. And yes. it would either be, you know, yeah. the, the game six or the, uh, sorry, it was game four. It was before game yeah, yeah. going back for game five. It was either going to be, you know... <laughs> We're going to have a party and we're going to move on to the next series or we're going to play you guys again. But we're going home for a game. And the Golden Knights know that as well.
2: They are going home for another hockey. Game. And I, that, that pressure comment, I always get a kick out. There's pressure on both teams regardless of the series. There's pressure, right? There's pressure for Florida. Like, you have pressure every day yeah, as a professional if, hockey player, Shane? Yes, you do. I have pressure in what I do now. I feel with pressure. you guys. This ain't easy.
1: This, is, this, is, this, is big. this has gone moderately decent for four guys sitting around a table. <laughs> well, let's put a bowl on it. Shooting the breeze. And it didn't rain. We stopped the rain. Who sings that, Shane? Who will stop the rain? Shane, you know that. Come on. CCR. CCR. Good guess by you. That's it for us. Thanks for your time this time. Until next time.
0: Well, thanks a bunch to all those guys for hopping on today's episode of VGK Today to help prepare us for Game 4 of the Stanley Cup Final. Of course, a massive one for the Vegas Golden Knights and one in which they don't want to give up and let Florida truly back into this series with a 2-2 series tie. VGK would be much more comfortable, to say the least, going back home to Las Vegas to the Fortress for Game 5 with a chance to win the Stanley Cup. Of course, lots of fun to be had from Florida tonight, but for all of us back here in Las Vegas, you're not left out completely. The official watch party for Game 4 of the Stanley Cup Final here in Vegas will take place at the Las Vegas Ballpark. The watch party will start at 5 p.m. Pacific time, right when the puck drops for Game 4 between the Golden Knights and the Panthers. An admission is $5 per person, plus fees, but a portion of that is going to benefit the Vegas Golden Knights Foundation. Now, all the seating for the watch party will be general admission, so the seats around the ballpark, but... You're also invited to come onto the outfield grass and bring your towels, your blankets, your pillows. Get nice and comfy out there and watch Game 4 between the Knights and the Panthers. You can also look forward to a couple of giveaways at the watch party this afternoon as a pair of tickets to Game 5 will be given away as well as an item from VGK Authentic. So be sure to head over to VegasGoldenKnights.com. check out all the information for tonight's watch party at Las Vegas Ballpark, and we hope you make it out to the ballpark for A fun night ahead between the Golden Knights and the Panthers. That'll do it for today's episode of VGK Today. Before we go, I'll remind you, as always, to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a moment of the team's quest for the Stanley Cup right here on VGK Today. Tomorrow, we're back with a recap of Game 4 of the Stanley Cup Final between the Golden Knights and the Panthers. Justin Russo signing off for Episode 55 of VGK Today, presented by... MGM rewards.